All right, so welcome to episode number 10 of The Space In Between. I'm Phoebe. And um, a couple things happening before I get to our tool today. Um, again, we're doing my new movement class, Movement 109, happening at Bar, Body, and Soul this Thursday at 5.30. I'm wrapping up our series. I'll be back there after the new year for a couple times a month on Thursdays as well. And then I also have more dates happening over at Beacon Yoga and a couple of other studios in the Hudson Valley area. So um, those dates will be posted soon on the website and you can also um, hear back here in a couple of weeks and I'll be announcing them and also this weekend or last weekend now I got to graduate seven beautiful no new nomad teachers from the our 300 hour program I'm was in such awe of of what they all taught they all have such unique voices it was so cool to see how each of them taught their own class and you know there was definitely elements of you know my teachings in there and all of the guest teachers and all the other nomad teachers but they all really stepped into their own voice so um, I cannot wait to see what they do in their next part of their journey. And uh, if you want to kind of come and celebrate them and the winter solstice, we have our winter solstice event happening this Friday at Cosm. So our new nomad teachers and our other nomad teachers from last year's um, teacher training they will be leading our 108 sun salutations and i also have a little surprise at the end so you'll have to come and find out what that is <laughs> uh there i'm sure there's more tickets available over at cosm so chapel of Sa chapel of sacred mirrors uh, it's alex gray the artist his his and his wife's space it's a really cool space his art is all over the walls and it's a really cool. I, I cannot wait to be back there again. So you can find out more over at Nomad uh, or at Cosm's website. And then we also have a couple of our teacher trainings. Still, there's spots open for the Riverstone Yoga's teacher intensive that I'm leading in January. That's uh, You can find out more at riverstoneyoga.com. And then also the 200 hour at West Point that I've been telling you guys about that's happening too. There's a couple more spots available there. So you can find that out at Nomad's website, Nomad Always at Home. Uh, so that's kind of what's happening and nomad land and today i'm gonna share a tool like i promised of from jean marie's book vibathon so last week you got to meet one of my teachers jean marie and she talked about her new endeavor the third act and you got to hear all about that but we also talked a little bit about her book that she um, published i think five, six years ago now, the Vi Vibathon, which we also talked at length about. And I thought, well, that's, it would be perfect to share one of her tools with you all. So you can get a kind of an idea of what she's, what she's talking about. Um, that book, as I said in the last episode, really changed a lot for me in my, in my life a couple times when I did it. But primarily I was thinking about it today when I was reflecting upon this and how the first time I read her book before she published it, I was um, I got to to read the first one of the first drafts and, and practice it. And I was going through my divorce. You know, I I think that happened in March, and she gave me 
uh, a copy in April or maybe early May. And what I started to vibe on was basically how I didn't have, you know, kind of things tying me down. My dad had died. I had a, you know, a husband, no longer a husband. And, you know, I didn't have a mortgage. I moved out of my home. And so I, you know, I didn't really have anything except this full-time job that I was running a yoga program here in Beacon. And it wasn't really my calling. I mean, I knew I wanted to continue to teach, but I really wanted to travel. I had always wanted to travel more than I had. And so when I started doing the Vibathon, I that's what I set my intention for was to travel more and to teach while traveling. And so <laughs> that's kind of why we're all here <laughs> with uh, Nomad was I, you know, I worked through this and it didn't really click because I knew there was so much shifting around. But when after I talked to her about uh, Vibathon, I was really reflecting on that. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, that's she planted the seed of traveling. And that's what made me essentially leave my job. And I went to Costa Rica and um lived there for about nine months and I came back and I launched Nomads website and but during that time during those nine months away I was building it and building the vision building you know what I wanted it to look like and building contacts and and all of that um so yeah (laughs) it was pretty much life changing for me and if you're a part of this nomad journey and in any way it's already affected you Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about one of the tools. And so I will share a story that she shared. I remember she shared this in class way before her book was published. Um, and then also I read it again in her book and I was kind of skimming through it today again, you know, looking at what it is that I wanted to share with you all. And I was like, Ooh, this is what I need right now. (laughs) Um, And so she shares the story of the sun and the wind and how the sun and the wind are basically having a conversation with one another saying, you know, trying to um, see, they see this man on the street and he's wearing this big, you know, trench coat and they want him, you know, they decide they want him to take it off. So they have this conversation basically and say, you know, um, how, how are they going to get it? They had a bet, you know, how can I get this? So the wind says, I'll do it. And so he blows so hard and he blows and blows and blows to try to blow off this, this guy's trench coat. And the man just holds on tighter and he doesn't let go. Right. So the wind's blowing and he's going against it and he's holding on tight. And then, you know, wind doesn't win (laughs) and the sun goes, okay, it's my turn. And so all the sun does was shine brightly. The clouds part for the sun to shine right on this man. And he takes off his trench coat simply because he's warm. And so kind of the story being of, of being, right? The, the, this practice of doing and being. And she talks a bit about how that relates to um, quantum physics. And she goes and she, like she said in last week, she sounds very smart talking about quantum physics and yoga philosophy and, you know, neuroscience. So she kind of incorporates all of this um, information that I won't go into. You'll just have to read it at some point. But, um, but she talks about this idea of practice and letting go right and that's one of the main 
tent poles of, of yoga is, you know, doing the practice, showing up, right? Doing the work, but then also letting go, being. So it's this constant play of doing and being, as she says, do, be, do, be, do. Um, and so for me, what I find is, um, when I have some sort of intention, what I want to do something. Yeah. I, I'm really good at manifesting in that I'm really good at being open to possibilities and, you know, seeing what the, the universe, you know, is, is kind of giving me right planting seeds for me. And I am really good at receiving them. But then sometimes what happens with me is I realize that's, oh, that's what I want. <laughs> and I get this death grip um, and I do and I push against it. and I become the wind, you know, or even the man, you know, with the trench coat kind of pushing against what is there, um, you know, the elements going against the elements. So I tend to do too much. And I've been hearing this in several different ways recently of just how I do too much and you know, how I can relax, um, into it a little bit more. So, um, part of my new morning practice is, you know, um, I sit here, I have the sun coming up in my window on, in the East and I sunbathe <laughs> in the morning and I just basically sit in my little apartment and let the sun shine on if it's a, if I'm lucky enough to have a sunny day and I just kind of lay on the ground and imagine that I'm at the beach and I let the sun beam down on me and I just be. And um, I was kind of doing that without this idea of what Jean Marie had said in her book, but um, that idea of the sun just being, <laughs> beaming its being on me, I uh, allow myself to surrender a bit more instead of having to push through and doing all of my tasks in the day and kind of running off to whatever I need to do, teaching or errands or whatever. So really taking that time to just simply be in the sun, sunbathing. Um, so that's one of the one of the practices I've been, you know, incorporating into my morning ritual. But so for you, I wanted to invite you into her her exercise. And so at the end of the chapter that where she's talking about the sun and the wind and, you know, all of the the scientific and philosophy, um, science and the philosophy that she incorporates into it. But at the end, she basically asks these questions and I'm going to share them with you for, for your own practice today. So she says, for your consideration, are you more like the sun or the wind in your daily life? A, are you like the sun? Is your first impulse to sit and visualize what you want to create in your life? Do you want to find that you are really great at visualizing, but you have a hard time taking action towards what you want? Or B, are you like the wind? Is there something you are looking to create? Is your first impulse to try to get it done? Or do you take the time to see it through in your, first, in your mind first? And so then she says, whichever one resonates for you more clearly, spend time in the mode that will balance it out. If you tend to be more of a doer, take a few moments in visualizing yourself in the good feeling place of already having what you are working to create. If you tend to visualize more than act, look to identify even the slightest opportunity to be more active in your creation. 
And then she says, have fun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I invite you to, if you're, especially this time of year, and this is what I was actually practicing and teaching this past week too, of, of simplifying, um, because I was getting caught up in the doing. I think this month of December, it's a very doing kind of month, right? Where we have all these extracurricular activities where, we're pushing ourselves to, you know, do this extra holiday shopping, to go to the extra events and, you know, all the other extra responsibilities of work. You know, sometimes there's, you know, deadlines at the end of the year and um, I had a teacher training. Um, so we, we do, we have these other layers of doing on us. And then it's funny because at the end of the month, right, things just stop and we get to be. But we're in this sort of doing part, I think, this last push to Christmas, whether you celebrate it or not, right? We all are somewhat affected by it just because of how the calendar is set up and holidays and everything that are, that are set for us. But there is that kind of quieter week between Christmas and New Year's where we get to, hopefully, unless you're in the service industry, <laughs> um, you get to be, you get to surrender a little bit and let go. So... It is an interesting month of doing and being, um, but I invite you to just acknowledge, you know, what kind of state are you in? Are you the sun or are you the winds? And if you find that you're in one of those places more than the other, perhaps invite the other in, right? Um, let me know how it's going for you. You know, we do different tools and um, share different stories, but let us know how it's it's um, resonating with you. It's really good to hear. I've been getting messages from, from students and long-lost friends, and it's been really a joy to hear from you all and just seeing how this uh, affects you in some way. Um, we're taking a couple of weeks off, yeah, for the for the holidays. <laughs> so we will be back the following week after New Year's Day. So I think that would be the 8th, which will be a special episode, which I'll share with you then. Um, but yeah, take a little bit of time to just be. And if you want to do something, <laughs> you can catch up on our other nine episodes of The Space In Between and um, share share with your friends and maybe you would love to get um, Vibathon for yourself or for a loved one for this holiday. Her book is awesome. Like I said, it's changed my life and it's already affected yours in some way because you're here listening to it. Um, so have a beautiful, beautiful day and a beautiful holiday season and I will talk to you soon.